the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Disciples Pathway Ministries. Welcome to Disciples Pathway Ministries, a mobile ministry with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Disciples Pathway Ministry is a mobile ministry advancing the kingdom of God so that no one is left behind when Jesus Christ, our King of Kings, returns for His great church. Whether you eat or drink, or whether you do all things, do it all to the glory of God. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. I am the Lord, that is my name. My glory I give to no other, nor my praise to carve images. Let us pray. Father, how we praise you and thank you for your faithfulness, for your tender mercies, for your grace, for your loving kindness, for all that you bestow on us each day, Lord God. In spite of what we may be going through, Lord, your glory still arises and shines within our hearts, Lord God all knowing that we can always go and look to the heavens from which cometh our help, where your glory is on display, Father God. Lord, we thank you for your faithfulness. We thank you for your tender mercies, for your grace abound, Lord Jesus. And we ask, Lord God, that you would just be with us in this place today. Lord, that your presence would fill us in this place today. We thank you and we count it a joy for allowing us this opportunity to come into your presence, Lord God, that your radiance of glory that that may be upon us, Lord God, that we may shine as lights in the midst of a dark world, Father God. We pray for the hearers, Lord God. We pray for the doers. We pray for those that are uh, tuned in, Lord God. We ask that you will bless them, Lord God, that their hearts will be encouraged today uh, by your word, Lord God. We ask, Lord God, that whatever they may be going through, Lord God, that you will shine your glory down on and dismount and disarm every evil force, Lord God, that has come against your family, your children and your people. Father, how we praise you and we thank you and we glorify you for it is by your name, Lord God, that we have the power. We have the strength, O God. Glorify yourself all the more in this world, Lord God, that others may see and know that you are God all alone. For this is our prayer and this is our request. As it is written, so let it be done. Good Sunday afternoon, family. I sure have missed you guys. It's so good to be back. And I want to say thank you to my precious beloved baby, Minister Dion, for holding it down for Mama for so many weeks. Praise God. God has had me on a new assignment. Glory to God. I'm excited to be doing that. But I'm also excited to be back with you guys. It's such a wonderful blessing. Hallelujah. We're going to talk a little bit today about uh, the glory of God. I'm going to read a little bit from the book of Ephesians, uh, verse 1. Well, chapter 1, verses 11 through 23. Minister Dion, I love you. I love you too, Mother. It's beautiful and wonderful and awesome to have your presence back in here in the presence of God in you back in here. Look at God. <laughs> what are you doing? I just love my children. I love the Lord. He is awesome. I'm going to be reading all uh, Ephesians 1, verse 11. In whom also we have obtained an inheritance, being predestinated according to the purpose of him who worketh all things after the counsel of his will, that we should be 
to the praise of his glory, who first trusted in Christ, and whom ye also trusted after that ye have heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and whom also after that ye have believed, ye were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Verse 14, which is the earnest of our inheritance until the redemption of the purchased possession unto the praise of his glory. Wherefore, I also, after I heard your faith in the Lord Jesus, and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom, revelation, and knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what is the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. Verse 19, And what is the exceeding greatness of his power towards us who believe, according to the working of the mighty power, which we wrought in Christ Jesus, raised from the dead, on and sit down with him on the right hand of the heavenly places, far above all principality and power, might and dominion, in every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and had put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him that fulfilleth all in all. Father, we thank you for the proper reading of your word. We ask, Lord God, that it will be a blessing to the hearers and more over the doers. Let it not return to your void, but let it prosper in our hearts. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Praise God. Yeah, you know, we don't, we probably have talked about the glory of God on this uh, syndication before, and we're going to continue to do that because it's one thing about the glory of God. It's an ever-present thing. It's always expounding and expressing itself in our lives. And whether we pay attention to it or not, or whether we express it as his glory or not, his glory is very present. Hallelujah. Glory is simply meaning put on display. You understand? You could, He say, whatever things you do, whether you eat or drink, do it all for his word, glory, for his honor, for his praise, for thanking him. If the Lord being the Lord gave the bread, they gave the bread to the fish and he blessed it and gave glory to God, him being God, how much more shall we all? to praise him and glorify him, to lift him up. Hallelujah. And I don't think that we do it as Christians enough. You understand what I'm saying? So many Christians are still down trying, still trying to, but I think if we begin to open up, open our mouths and begin to raise up our hands and look up to the hills and really magnify him in all that we do, Lord God, I believe that we will have a mighty breakthrough. We'll have one of them uh, all of a sudden shaking of the foundation type of experience with Paul and Silas locked down in a prison dungeon, but yet they praise God, they glorify God, and the Bible say all of a sudden the prison doors were open, and not only for them, but for all all the prisoners, the doors were open. How many people are held captive and bound because we won't glorify God? We won't point them to the glory that is of, of his greatness. Oh, Lord, that we, you know, we just have to come out of ourselves because that's, to me, that's a hidden sense of pride. You know, I do it in secret, but I'm not going to do it in public. But what good is public, is secret if you can't publicize? He said, if you be afraid of me, ashamed of me before me, I'm going to be ashamed of you. You understand what I'm saying? He needs to be lifted up through us and by us. This is really, that's our only reasonable sacrifice is to glorify God and appoint others to know that we serve a living God, a real God, a God that is very present in our midst. You heard me? Amen. God is a good God. He had to get on me earlier in this uh, summer season. Mm. He had to come to me in the still small voice that he does and tell me about my praise. Yes. I found myself in a spot where 
my praise had been shut down. I did not know that it was because of my praise being shut down that I was downtrodden and discouraged and Mm. in despair and just trying to make it day in and day out. But it wasn't until his voice came to me and asked me, where's your praise? Your praise is the rendering of that glory. And we're going to talk about that word glory in a little bit. You you guys always know I like to just just hit on it. Like, let's just see it for what it is. And that word in the Hebrew is doxa, Mm. which means weighted. And it also means perfection. The weight of perfection, the weight of trying to be perfect. We all have to have some familiarity of this where we just have to admit to ourselves. We have to bow out and say, hey, I'm not perfect. But sometime and even all still in our ego, we continue to try to be perfect in certain circumstances or situations. We want the perfect scenario. We want the perfect ball to roll and fall in our court or the perfect situation. But what God had to tell me here was hey, where's your praise? And when I began to praise and just open up my mouth, I didn't feel like it. I didn't even necessarily know what to say. So I just started at hallelujah, which is the highest praise. And when I began to praise him, not only that day he came to me, but in the days to come, I felt that revival. I felt myself being replenished. I felt that renewedness of strength. I felt compelled and drawn out. And this is the benefit of our glory. This is the benefit of giving him the praise that he so deserves. I'll give you this scenario. If you're carrying a glass of water, I can still have a conversation. All right. If I'm carrying a jug of water, I may have a little strain in my voice, but I can still carry on with a conversation. But if I'm carrying one of those five gallon jugs of water, my voice may not sound the way it usually sounds Yes. if I'm not carrying such heavy of a weight. Yes. I'm trying to make it upstairs. Yeah, I'll get there tomorrow and I'll do this later on. But I'm trying to carry this thing here. Yes. And that's what it is when we don't give glory to God. We carry that glory ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We carry that glory ourselves. So now that glass of water turns into a jug of water, a gallon of water, and that gallon of water turns into a five-gallon of water, and now I can't talk as well. I'm not. I'm just so focused on what I'm carrying yes. that I can't even speak. Yeah, yeah. I can't even release. I can't even give other praise that is deserving of his name, uh-huh. a praise that's not only for him but that's going to preserve and keep me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, family, we have to release Yes. The glory. If you hold on to the praise, then the glory becomes heavy on you. Yes. yes so we yes. have to daily yes. release of this praise. If you hear me, you, you you have to release this thing because it was never given to man to to get the glory. You understand? Amen. It was given to man to give the praise, but all the glory goes to the Father. You understand? Even Moses over in Exodus thirty three said. Please show me your glory. He was asking God to show him the glory. And, of course, man can't stand face to face, you know, with God and live. We know, we understand that. But even over here in verse 17, he said that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you what? The spirit of wisdom, revelation, 
and the knowledge of him. See, he wants us to know him. He wants us to draw up closer to him so we don't have to be pressed down and striving and trying to know him in a way that we don't know him. We just have to come up alongside and do these things that he said when we give him the praise, when the praises go up, surely the blessings come down. Glory to God. And when we yield ourselves as Lord, this is all that I have. This is my only reasonable sacrifice. Like my baby said, no, you don't always feel like it. You understand? But he said, Robbie, come up out your feelings. Even yet this morning, hallelujah, he said, come on up out your feelings and cause your faith to rise up. You know, I'm going to level you up in your faith. And I know that you've been through a lot these past couple of weeks. You understand? I've had you on a new assignment and what have you. You're trying to reactivate and get yourself together into the groove of it. But I am the God of your glory. I will glorify you in the essence of my being because I am the God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above more than you can think of. Oh, but I want to enlighten your understanding. You understand? I want you to be illuminated in your knowledge of me. How long, well, how are you going to do it? Lord? He said, because when you bow down to me, I'm going to raise you up. I'm going to lift you up. I'm not going to just promote you. I'm going to elevate you to a new level of knowledge and understanding as to who I am. I don't want y'all walking around here in darkness. I won't give you re- revelation in the knowledge of him is what he said. You understand what I'm saying? Amen. Revealed knowledge. Knowledge to know who he is and who we are and the power and the authority that we have as Christians, as children of God. You heard me? It's time out for that man, me, pen me, that data do, that mediocrity. We serve a good God, a God that is worthy to be praised. Everything that he created praises him except us on a regular basis. Mm. When a bird fly, he giving God the praise. When a fish swim, he giving God the praise. Even when the old hound dogs barking in the middle of the night, they still giving God the glory because that's what they were. That was, they was designed like that. That's what they was purposed to do that. You understand what I'm saying? He said, let everything that has breath praise ye the Lord. Even when the trees sway in the winds that he sent from his treasures, they glorifying God. You remember that tree, good Jesus, when that there, that fig tree wasn't doing what it's supposed to do. He cursed that tree because you out of purpose. You understand? Right. You out of line for us what I created you to do. Had you, an appearance. you had an appearance that looked like, but you were far from it. And he's how many of us is he looking at us like that today? You got an appearance that looked like it, but you are far from it. Your heart is far from me, and I need you to draw closer. Hallelujah. He wants our eyes of our understanding to be enlightened, enlighten me to open up, that the light will shine through, that he can begin to give us clarity. You understand what I'm saying? Like my baby said, that he was just in a downtrodden place. I didn't know this. I didn't know what they just told y'all. You understand what I'm saying? <laughs> Because he knows mine will lay and pray forever and ever. You understand about my children? Because I want them to always know that there's a way. And Jesus is a way maker. Glory to God. And oftentimes I have to crown these boys' shoulders. Hallelujah. Because they have to remind me, Mama, he's that same way. He's a way maker. Glory to God. And I thank God for children that is able to stand up and minister to you in your time of weakness. Because sometimes we need someone to come alongside to hold up our arms that we may fight the good fight of faith, knowing that he is able to make us stand. Even Moses, when his brother and her came alongside and lift up his arm, that's when they got the victory. Hallelujah. And that's the glory of God. Because when our arms are raised up, that's glorifying God. That's Amen. where the victory is. Let that's how go. you know. Yes, Shana, that's how you know what you know that you know. Hey, Shana, all things are going to work together for my good. And it is well with my soul. Hallelujah. Because I, saw, I serve a God that said he'll fight for me. Hallelujah. He'll never leave me. Hallelujah. He'll never forsake me. Hallelujah. He said he'll cause my enemies to be my footstool. Hallelujah. And in that we can rejoice, fam. We can know that we serve a God that is worthy to pray. Teach your babies how to say thank you, Jesus. Teach your babies how to praise him. He said, out of the mouths of babes and sucklings, the praises will come. He's pouring out his spirit in his land, but we missing it because we want to glorify this, glorify that, lift up everything else, but except God. And that's a sin and a shame of all of us because he's a God who laid down his son's life for us that we may have what? 
life in that more abundant. And you worry, why they worry, worry about why some things ain't falling out like your way, like you want it to come. And what is the exceeding greatness of the power towards us who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ Jesus, raised him from the dead and set him on his right hand in heavenly places, far above all principalities and powers. We have power when we praise God. Your praise is your, and your glory to God is where the power is. It's not necessarily in your prayer. Your prayer is the request. You understand? Your praise is say, Lord, thank you. Hallelujah. But when you begin to worship him, when you come up out of yourself, when you move yourself out of the way, you lay aside your pride and your dignity, you heard me, and you begin to lift him up, hallelujah, and you allow the Holy Spirit to come in that sealed you and open up your mouth and glorify him. He say, open wide your mouth and I will feel it, glory to God. He say, call upon me in your time of need and I will come to you, I will help you, I will uphold you. I mean, man, listen, this thing go on and on. Amen. It goes on and on. I want to I want to. Stop. Another I'm Thank you, Lord. Mama, you, you're on the road now. You already know. You're cooking with hot grease. You're cooking with hot grease. Go on now. <laughs> <laughs> I want to point out something right here in verse 20 where it says, He worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in, in the heavenly places. Family, this, this concept of Christ being raised from the dead is the most potent part Ooh, of the Bible. Yes. It is the most potent part part of the Bible. I believe I mentioned this in times past, but I'm going to say it again because it begs to be repeated Come on. that the devil does not care about the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. He, it does, he does not care what the prophets had to say, Ezekiel, Isaiah, and all the minors. He did not care what the psalmist sung. He, don't, he doesn't care how wise the Proverbs are. He, he does not care about what the disciples did in Acts. He does not care about the letters to the churches. He does not even care about end-time prophecy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The main thing that God of this world, that Satan is trying to fight and war against, is the gospel. Yes. He does not want Jesus risen preached. That part. He does not want Jesus risen preached. For this very reason that follows it, because it puts Jesus, Jesus risen priest means that he has no authority, which means that the fact that Jesus rose, it means that now Jesus is a, above all principalities, all powers yes. and might and dominion. Even death. Even death, because when Jesus rose, he made a pit stop in the depths of Hades. Look at that. And snatched the key. The authority. So don't let the Satan trick you by saying, oh, he's, he's possesses souls. He can't possess souls because <laughs> yeah, he, can he never that. owned them. He has no lordship over them. The only thing he can do is manipulate it and make you think yes. that he got you. Yes. My addiction, my cancer, yeah, yeah. my sickness, yeah, my, my anxiety, my, my, my worry, yeah. my fear. Yeah. Those things don't belong to you. They don't possess you. Mm. This was the seduction of the enemy to make you think that these things were supposed to coexist with you. Come on, son. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I had to stop there because this is a this is a tactic of the enemy that he's used from the beginning of time. But no more, Satan. Carry on. No more, Satan. So when we talk about these principalities, when we talk about the power and the might and the dominion, I want to talk about principality a little bit more, a little bit more principality. We once said here that a principality is just what it sounds like. It's a prince. A prince is already understood before he even comes that he is going to have kingship, lordship, authority over all that which is in the country. Mm -hmm. That word principality also means arch 
in the Bible. The arch is that which had been established from the beginning. That's why God said on day two, after he established Jesus Christ on day one, that's like he said on day two, now the ferment must come, the ark of the heaven, because this is the beginning. Okay. And now we go into the might or the authority. This is where we get our word exodus from, which means that which has been drawn out or written out, i.e. author or exit. Mm. Here we got power. Power is where we get our word dynamic, which means that which has an ableness to be worked over time. Because if you look at if you look at in the science of the matter, the formula for power is W over T work over time. That's why when God has his power and his might and his authority over us, that's just him. That's just him working on us over time, not only in the time of our life, but from the beginning of time when he began on us. Yes, yes, yes. And then we have dominion. That means lordship, rulership over that which that, that which serves you. We can only have dominion over something that serves us. Yes, yes, yes. If you own a car, that means it has the capacity to serve you. If you own a house, that means it has the capacity to serve you. If you own anything, I mean, it has the capacity to serve you. This is why it's important not to just know him as God, but to know him as Lord, because now you have the capacity to serve him. Because if you're not serving him, you're serving the enemy. It's just that plain simple. That's the problem, and that's the difference, as you brought up, Mama, between us and the rest of creation. We got too many options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got too many options. Too many. A bird ain't got no option. A fish ain't got no option. A whale ain't got no option. Fruit and vegetation ain't got no op- no option but to be what they need to be in the season that it is we have options and because we have options or opinions i told my wife this the more opinions that we have the less likely we are to land on the truth look at that if i put if i if i if i put let's let's go back to pre-k if i put 10 jelly beans or if I put nine green jelly beans in a bucket and put one blue jelly bean in a bucket, I have a ten percent chance yeah, yeah, yeah. of trying to to locate that one discol- that one off color jelly bean. But if I put a hundred or ninety nine blue jelly beans in a in a in a bucket and put one green jelly bean in a bucket, how how more how much more likely am I to Draw yeah. out that off color one percent. That blue jelly bean. That 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 ten that ten percent drop down to one percent because the more options that we have, yes, the more opinions that we have, the less likely we are to land on truth. And the thing about truth, truth ain't moving. Not at all. Truth is the standard, as in I am going to stand here just as I am. I can't be. You moving. must arrive to me because I ain't coming to you. That part. Unless you ask of me. In Jesus' name. How <laughs> about that? Jesus' name. And, and Jesus to be particular. Name. To be particular. So again, these things, the principalities, the might and authorities, the power and dominion has been subjected underneath the truth, underneath the standard where you stand in today, Come family. Come on, boy. Nah. And that, because, you know, Ephesians tells us over in Ephesians 10, 2 and 10, for we are his what? Workmanship created in Christ Jesus to what? Unto good works which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. And the good work, the best work that we could do is to glorify him in that stead. And if you want to know him, you got to come to know him. you got to be willing to surrender. You're going to have to come on and receive him as your Lord and Savior. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He put all things mm. under his feet. Come on. And gave him to be over all things to the church, which is the body, the fullness of him, who fills all in all. He put all things under his feet, family. Mm. Oh, Ruth, to lay at the feet. Yes. 
Yes. Oh, how Ruth made it feel softly. softly. Yeah, that part. How many Ruths we got out there today? Mm. Mama, you need to be a Ruth. Look at God. Oh, boy, Dion, I need to be a Ruth. Look at God. We need to be able to lay at the feet of our Lord. Yes. Because it's only there where we receive the fullness, the fullness. of who he is. Not that impartiality and impar- yeah, yeah, partial, yeah. but that which is the fullness of God. And yes. if you are ready Full to outstretch and lay yourself at the feet of God, mm. if you have not received that which is salvation, please do so at this time and hour as we extend this invitation unto you, family. Thank you, Lord. Revelations ends and says, Behold, hmm. I'm coming quickly. <laughs> family, the hour is short. Time fails us. Yes. Repeat this prayer after me. Lord, I am a sinner in need of a Savior. I believe you hung, bled, and died in my place. You, the Son of God, then rose and is now seated at the right hand of the Father. Thank you, Lord. Lord Jesus, you're welcome in this place of my heart. May your spirit never depart. Receive me as I have received you this day. In your holy name we pray. Amen and amen. Amen. Family, if you just utter those words, welcome into the family. Heaven rejoices. God bids your coming. Until next time, family. We love you. Welcome back, Mother. Hey. And one voice, voice, I speak life. Thanks for listening to Disciples Pathway Ministries with Minister Robbie E. Lilly. Thanks for your prayers and for your gifts to his great work of God. For booking and requests for services, look up Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. That's Disciples Pathway Ministries on Facebook. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.